Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. Howdy doody. And Chris Wern. What's good? We just watched episode five of the challenge, Double Agents. We watched Natalie get sent home via security breach, Tori play a messy game, and Anissa getting her revenge on Fessy. We're going to do Gold Skull or Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Deets, and MVPs and Losers. But first, got some questions. Tori couldn't get out of her own way this episode. Where did she go wrong, Chris? Well, I think the problem for Tori, uh, first of all, a little heartbroken because she was my pick to win. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I think the problem for her was that she didn't really adapt to the environment. Um, she's kind of got this old challenge mentality and with the way the game's being played right now and the fact that there's not like a whole lot of vets and there's a whole lot of people from like Big Brother and these new players that she didn't, she failed to recognize that uh, these new players actually have power in the game right away. Whereas I think in previous seasons, there's so many like vets compared to, you know, the rookies that it's just so easy for vets to vote rookies into elimination or whatever it is. And yeah, I think she just didn't see it. Like, it, I mean, it's been happening all season and she kind of said it herself. Like she's, you know, at one point, I think she said uh, she's playing a really sloppy political game. And I think that got the best of her really. Yeah. I think, I mean, for me, that's where she tripped up the most. What do you guys think? So sad. One of the first things I wrote tonight in my little notes was like, Whoa, Tori. Like, she just, I'm like, man, how can she do this to herself? I think she just got real cocky. I think she got real cocky and, you know, came in hot. And I hate to, you know, give Devin some props, but he made a good point tonight when he was (laughs) like, when you're talking and rambling and, you know, talking to everybody and trying to make your case, like, it's obvious you're guilty, if you will. And uh, she just, she was, you know, sleeping in too many beds, man, trying to, you know, get connected to everybody, make everybody happy. But at the same time, she was, you know, going against a lot of people and it, it bit her in the ass and she could not pull the balls all over. Um, just didn't, it wasn't working for her. So I'm sad to see her go. She was, she's fun to watch. She's fun to watch. Great interview when they do the, the um, confessionals. I think this sort of started last week, though, right? I mean, her putting Fessy in sort of screwed her. She should have foreseen that he was going to bail on Anissa, who was supposedly her best friend on the show, and then it all unravels. But as as Chris said, just sort of a bull in the china shop tonight, just like sort of yeah. assuming she was going in, calling people out, and it, it seemed like from the very beginning it was very clear but it was going to end up her and Anissa in the end. Yeah, I agree. And Chris, I totally agree with you that, like, it is a new game and the, the tide has definitely shifted with, like, rookies and, and vets. But I have to say, Amber M, coming in a little hot. Like, I, like okay, like, you know, I know you, you, you can defend yourself and everything, but it's like she was, like, talking shit. And, like, you know, when she went down into the, you know, the Thunderdome, like, fucking waving her finger and stuff. It's like, okay, what have you done? I don't even know you. Yeah, I, it's funny you mentioned that because I was like, calling these people weak, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I think Tori's telling the total truth. And the fact that, like, all these, you know, this group of women who I just, I don't know, I, I kind of labeled it in my notes as, like, Weak Women United. Uh, uh, they have a name. It's the Itty Bitty Small Committee. 
Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, well, the itty bitty small committee, you know, the reality is, you know, with that Amber girl is like kind of talking a big game by like acting offended. But at the same time, it's like, okay, but you're not volunteering to go down there against Tori either. You guys are taking, and like, I get it. That's the way to play it. Like for your situation right now, I would do the same thing, but like you have to acknowledge that, you know, you're skirting around actually getting into a real like elimination with someone who's like of real skill and proven. And that's the like tried and true of challenge history. Every, every season, it's always like, well, you got to prove yourself. You got to prove yourself. And like, you know, you can knock on that, I guess, but you kind of do like, I, I've never seen you do anything other than like, you know, hold on to a ramp as someone holds your hands. Like, I don't know what you can do. Like, so I, I agree with Tori. I think she made a great point. It's like, until you do prove yourself, then yes, I am going to call you weak because I don't know shit about you. Yeah. And I would say even up until maybe last season, it used to be very predictable. It was if you were a rookie, you were going in. And it was rookies until they were all gone, and then other people would start going in. It wasn't until these last two seasons that it started to be mixed up. But, I mean, these people need to – need to watch some old uh, seasons and this is how it works yeah well there's too many factions in the veteran camp like there's different teams going on and i don't know i think it's funny too like you know going back to like the political game a little bit like you know it's not good for the person when like they show them running around the day of the voting trying to get people to like vote one way and like yeah like up it's never gonna work for you like we've seen it so many times on the show already like west doing it uh, Devin doing it or whatever like now Tori it's just like so many people have like spent that last day like they know they're going in but they're like oh if we could just get this person flip I get that person flip then like we're flip flopping we're good like yeah it never works never yeah. I wouldn't be able to keep track of it I wouldn't be able to, like if I was in the house I'd be like wait uh, uh, uh. yeah but on that note man like I've definitely noticed like you said Danny this season it is kind of shocking to me like tonight for instance like how many vets are voting for other vets like just it, like people that have known each other for years and years and years are just like fucking yeah like Anissa go in Tori go in like it was without even a second thought. No, these the people that are skating by this season are most of the new people. It's crazy. Like two of them went home for various reasons, but not being eliminated, you know. But otherwise, they would all still be on there. None of them have had to go down there. It's pretty crazy. I like. I almost wonder if it's like a strategy of the vets. It feels like there's like kind of two groups of like challenge veterans and then there's like the big brother group and there's these new people. And I wonder if like the two veteran groups are kind of being like, well, if we get the other group out, then it's like all layups from there on and we can all get our skulls. And I, yeah, I just wonder if that's like the approach they're taking. And it ain't working. No. No, sorry. <laughs> so no drones tonight. Thank God. They bounced back with a great elimination, and we got a bit of a surprise win, I thought, from CT and Big T. What did you think of the elimination? And is Big T and CT the easiest team to root for right now, Jameson? Oh, totally, man. I think America fell in love with Big T tonight. Um, she was already, We were talking about it last week, uh, how fun she is, how entertaining she is, how just like – you know what's really nice about Big T? She's so – genuine and like her she's herself through and through like you don't ever get the vibes that she's like you know trying to be on reality tv and be i mean yes she's exaggerating and you know having some fun with it and all that but at the end of the day she's just a, a lovable character 
and to pair with CT, it's like, uh, it's wham, bam, man. It's, it's beautiful. You know, CT was, he's having a blast. You, you can tell that CT doesn't give a fuck, you know, like, he's just like, I'm here. I'm fucking 40. I'm chilling. I'm having fun. I hope I win some money, like whatever, you know? And it's just nice to have them together. And, and as far as the challenge goes, like, I mean, in all reality, I think even Tori said it, like Big T didn't really have to do much, you know, just kind of hold on and, you know, wasn't a lot to it, but I will give her props. You know, she did manage to, to you know, hold on as long as she could. And CT is having a blast. The, the mean mug though, it was so fucking good guys. Like, <laughs> like giggle status. Like that gave me giggles, man. Like her giving her mean mug with CT over and over again. So funny. So funny. I'm all for a uh, big TCT. I mean, like, you know, again, like you're saying, Jameson, um, I feel like she kind of like brings out the best in CT of like this stage of his like challenge career. And it just, it's so enjoyable to watch. Like you just like feel good. I feel good watching it. She's, she's like cute. She's funny. Like she almost looked like sometimes when she was in that challenge, when she's holding CT's hands, like, and you just kind of like see the top of her face. I was like, she almost looks like a cartoon, like a cartoon, like puppy or something like that. Like, <laughs> like what is going on? Like her eyes looked huge. I was like, this isn't even real. Um, but yeah, she she's great. Um, really like her on the show. I don't know if she's actually a good competitor or not. I would love to find out. But um, yeah, I enjoy having her on the cast at least. Like she's great to have around. Danny, you know what I loved is she brought out flirty CT, which we have not seen. Oh yes, I noticed that. I was like, and oh. it's something I didn't know that I missed, and I was like, oh god, right, this guy's just so charming. Like when he was laying it on when they were outside and just being a little flirty. It was, it was wonderful. To totally. Jameson's juicy deed. He's divorced, recently divorced. Uh, who knows? Might be, back <laughs> on, might be back on the prowl. Oh my God. Yeah, that was fun. I was like enjoying that because man, CT back in the day, like, woo, woo. Ran yeah. through him. And it, you know, what's cool is like, I feel like she's like inspiring CT to like, be better in a way like the way <laughs> CT just like I feel, I don't know the last couple seasons it seemed like he didn't really care I mean I know he you know he left with some money I think a few seasons ago and like but like he just didn't really care to play the game it seemed like where like now he's like talking to Lolo and Nam and he's like making like strategic moves and like I, it seems like he's enjoying it more um which is awesome yeah, the the season started out pretty sad for him, and he's gone up ever since. Oh, he really yeah. has. Yeah, it's been uh, a relief, to say the least. Chris Warren, would you like to do a Gold Scholar Send It Home? I would very much like to do that, Danny. Uh, my Gold Scholar Send It Home, I believe, you know what, I'm not going to lie, I think this is the second time that uh, this is a Gold Scholar Send It Home, but I just have to bring it up. It's all the ridiculous agent jargon. Because <laughs> tonight, I wrote down that TJ literally said these words. Three of our agents have been deactivated outside the crater. So I've decided to trigger a security breach. <laughs> also, other words that, that TJ had to say tonight was called medicine balls, heavy bombs, <laughs> to throw at asset targets. And rogue agents. <laughs> Guys, what do we think about all these vocabulary words of 
agent spies, whatever. Danny, what do you think? I'm laughing because um, <laughs> I was going to bring this up too because I just couldn't help but picture TJ being handed that script like, <laughs> and being like, what does any of this mean? Like, I know <laughs> Natalie's going home and I have to announce that, but do I really have to say, alert, there's been a security breach. We got- <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it a gold skull. I wish he could only speak in this lingo for the rest of the time it it's amazing and you can tell that he's doing it begrudgingly i love it it's so good i mean normally in every season there's a theme but it never goes to this level like especially tonight it was like overload uh with the vocab and the lingo man hey we're all writers here i think you know going into the details i think i love it man i'm gonna give it a gold skull like, you know, like, alert, alert. I love the show. Like, fucking, <laughs> it was fun. It's, it's a blast. So, you know, but you're right, Danny. Just thinking of TJ, you know, having to, like, like, I can just see him looking at a producer, like, really? You want me to say that? And, you know, they're like, yeah, just do it, man. It'll be good. It'll be good. <laughs> gold skull. Oh, man. I'm giving it a trio of gold skulls. It is hilarious. Just, yeah, the thought of TJ saying that stuff and just, like, how many times he may have even had to say it. Like, I feel like that was a scene, that one sentence, I was like, he probably did this, like, multiple times in front of everybody, just like, what the hell are you saying, TJ? And then they're like, (laughs) guys, you have to give a big reaction. They're like, oh, what? What? Who's coming back? Just, like, I just imagine, I don't know. It's got to be hilarious. And, like, I feel like TJ just wants to laugh at people. You don't really want to say this crap, right? Uh, but it makes it great. Producers or editors, if you're sitting on bloopers of TJ running uh, through these lines, you got to give us that gift and release them. The reunion show, that's a good move, man, right there. Yeah, just, yeah. just him using the jargon all season. Oh, my long. God, just real quick, guys. We should do a cameo where we ask TJ to just do a bunch of this jargon. <laughs> like, overloaded, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just about, like, a birthday, like a happy birthday, but make it, like, super secret agent vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be so fun. Hello, <laughs> birthday. Code red. <laughs> Code red, you're 40. This message will sell. <laughs> Over the hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And make it um, yeah, uh, so I, I was telling you guys, struggling figuring out a gold skull tonight, but then, you know, one just kind of like landed in my head, and I think we all can talk about this. I, I didn't think we would talk about it otherwise, so let's talk about uh, Ashley coming back. Um, you know, she gets brought back, you know, she's, what, what, what do they call it, Chris? They, we got a security uh, breach? Security breach. <laughs> He triggered uh, Ashley and her annoying self. I mean, just at the end of the episode when she was like, I'm, I can scream louder because I'm a redneck and blah, blah, blah. I was just, I was just like, oh, Ashley, why'd you come back? Um, just what do you guys feel, huh? On the ash. Uh, I want to send it home. <laughs> I mean, mostly, mostly because I was really curious to see what Natalie was going to do. I actually think she was a rookie who had a lot of potential and I hope, whatever situation sent her home that everything's okay. But yeah, I was really excited to see what she would do. And then like, you know, I was praying that Jenny would come back and just like destroy <laughs> everyone. Uh, Cause Lord knows like she would and just toss some of these uh, 
little ladies club whatever women just like off the cliff but um yeah i i'm not too hot on ashley i'm just kind of over it like i think that was something we talked about in one of the earlier episodes just like girl needs a new plan maybe maybe this is her chance to do it i don't know but the fact that she was talking about like being a redneck yelling at the end like you said jameson <laughs> definitely not helping <laughs> with that new plan she looks hurt she looks hurt and i mean that's what the kids say like she looks hurt <laughs> She hurt. I'm sending it home. I'm also going to send it home. Right, I, I just think. What? That was a close one. I thought you were going <laughs> to. Well, I, I was on the fence because did you guys feel the joy and excitement that people had when they reintroduced her? Like the cast seemed kind of excited, not in like a, Hey, my friend's back, but like, eh, she makes things more interesting. You know, like people were kind of excited for that, but I think once you once you send somebody home, I don't need them to come back. I never like the second chance house. I don't like this. And I realize because of COVID, you can't just, you know, open your Rolodex and call somebody to, to fill in. I'm sure they had her hiding somewhere just in case, but still just sort of a, a, a downer to have her replace Natalie, who I agree, Chris. I was excited to see, you know, perform. So it kind of sucks. Yeah, man, make it a make it a thruple. Uh, I fucking sent it home. She, you know, back in the day, she was she was kind of entertaining. You know, her antics. She'd get in some fights, and it was like you know, like all right, you know, some drama. But uh, now these days, I just she just annoys me now. Um, and I love the concept of bringing someone, not necessarily back that already went home, but like you know, like the, like a fucking co-op security breach with like you know fucking uh bananas shows up or whatever like someone that wasn't on the season but her like damn just kind of sucks but you're probably right danny she probably was chilling in some like czechoslovakian hotel like hanging out um and came back so i'll I'll, uh, send it home yeah you know what it is too there's something about uh winning the challenge like some people are like cool about it and other people just become total dicks like yeah. Ashley's one of those people who just becomes a dick, you know. And like Wes, Wes, I don't, did he even win? I don't even know. Like, yeah, once, twice. Yeah, one, twice. twice. And like now, like his head's just huge, you know. Like, what? But other people win. They're like they're fine. But there's like this select few people who just like find it totally necessary to you know point out how many times they've won the challenge and how they're rich and everybody else is poor and like. It's just like, dude, get over yourself. Like, you haven't, you know, nothing's happened for any of these people that do that. It hasn't been happening for them for a while. So it's just kind of Probably like, why Bananas and CT are, like, so nice. Because, like, you know, they've won challenges. But they don't – Bananas is cocky, but he doesn't, like, talk about that specific point all the time, you know? Right. And I think Bananas is cocky to, like, it's part of his game. Like, he likes to rile people up with that. Yeah. It's yes. not his intention to be like, I won, you lost. Like – that's not really the point. The point is to just piss people off, which we well, love. I always find it funny when, you know, and it's Ashley and Wes, think that some level of respect, which they always mean to be just don't vote me in because they've won before. And it's like, that makes people want to send you in. They don't care. Like, they're not like, well, she did win twice, so we can't vote for her. Like, it just doesn't work that way. And somehow they expect that to, to fall in their favor. and. It's just not how the world works. No. Well said, Danny. So not to harp too much on CT tonight, but did you guys notice at one point 
he was outside wrapped in a cozy blanket, sort of looking like E.T. in the front of the bike. So my Gold Skuller send it home is C.T. being a cool cuddle bug. What do you think? Yeah, I'm giving it a Gold Skull. You know, if I've learned anything as I get older, getting a little cuddly-wuddly and snuggly-wuggly is okay. You know, like, get a little cozy-wozy. I'm going to do all of them. I'll just fucking rattle off each fucking thing. It's nice, you know? It's really nice getting in... In you know, nice blanket, getting a tea or a coffee and holding it with two hands and sniffing into it. You know, like I'm I'm all for it. Gold skull CT, like fucking em- embrace you, dude. Or live your truth. Live your truth, <laughs> CT. <laughs> oh God. I'm also giving a gold skull. I mean, not only did that blanket look really nice and woolly and Scandinavian-y, I think it says something deeper about CT. And that would be like that. He just doesn't care what people think anymore. And that's great because now he's like kind of free to just be the CT that he wants to be. And uh, it's just funny when everybody else is outside and like their T-shirts and like trying to act all tough and whatever. He's like cuddled under this blanket. Like he doesn't care. He doesn't care if he looks tough. He's just there to have a good time and probably focus on the game more so than, uh, you know, impressing people outside of the challenges or the dailies or whatever so i'm all gold skull for it i loved it i love the blanket too it's a nice design (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna make it three gold skulls for the ct in a blanket and i totally agree if you told me you know how long has it been now 15 years or so when he was roided out fighting everybody in the house there was the one day just gonna hang around in a blanket and be a lovable cuddly guy i would not have believed it but it it's it looks good on him you know he he's uh aged into this very well and you can't say that for all the other people on there time to get juicy with jameson's juicy deeds Ooh, that sounds juicy uh what's up welcome to the jameson's juicy deeds my favorite thing let me say now of this podcast is watching chris laugh i could do it for days just his little smile he's so beautiful i just want to say that real quick i I, you you know my goal every episode chris at the beginning of the episode because i go right before you when danny introduces us is to really just throw you off a little bit with like a really weird intro i love it it. every Every time. Gets me every time. <laughs> the next time, I'm purposely not going to laugh. I know. I know. I shouldn't have said anything. Uh, so for Deeds tonight, I think one deed that we all would like to know, uh, late breaking, uh, Natalie, the reason why she left, uh, she was pregnant. Um, and so that came out. Natalie was pregnant. Unfortunately, you know, it didn't work out very well. And it's really sad. You know, thoughts and prayers to her her family. Um, but I want to just, I knew it's a big deed. So I wanted to share it. Uh, crazy. Next up, Maddie guys. I, I don't want to call her Shrek, but like, she just reminds me of like Shrek because she's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, she's been <laughs> dropped by MTV. She's not coming on MTV any longer. Why not is that? Challenge. She didn't go into details. I tried to find out more deeds, but she did, uh, do an Instagram live this week. And she told that she has been dropped by MTV and she won't be on. She said, I won't be on reality television at all anymore, but um, was focused on the MTV. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on Maddie. No more Maddie. 
I like Maddie and I wish that she would come back. I always thought that she could, you know, go to another level that we never quite saw, but I felt like she had something to offer. I know that she also had some past legal troubles, so maybe that has something to do with it. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I like Maddie as well. Um, it's a shame and yeah, know about the legal troubles. So it's either that or, you know, obviously there's like all this talk about the racism things that's been being cleared by MTV, not saying that's what it is at all. I have no idea because I don't usually follow this stuff <laughs> right now because I'm unemployed, but uh, yeah, you know, what can I say? If you need a, if you need a, a copywriter, Chris Wernodikowski, <laughs> everyone, hire him up. Uh, last two deets for you guys, Joss and, Joss and Rogan are uh, friends again. Uh, they were seen on a yacht uh, with their fucking washboard abs, uh, giving each other a kiss. They were fighting. I don't know if you guys were new, but they were on the on the on the you know on the brink of, of no friendship, and they're back. And my lasty that I think you both will enjoy because we talked about it last week. Apparently, the whole cast in last week's episode tried to do a theme party, and MTV shut it down. Um, because it was a theme party where, where they would dress up like their partners. And I guess they got a little nervous that someone might offend someone or something, you know, these day, this day and age. And so, yeah, it didn't happen. Wow. I, you know, look, I usually side with the, Take the longer. <laughs> I usually side with, with the, the liberal way of doing things, better safe than sorry, but that sounds like wholesome fun to me, okay? Totally. I mean, they weren't going to do – from what I read, everyone was planning on, like, changing their hairstyle or, like, their clothes or something. It's not like it was going to get real crazy, but, um, yeah, they canceled it. It's too bad. I thought those, those theme parties at least add something to their, like, bubble bubbleness, you know, and, then, and there's nothing else going on in there. Let them have a theme party in that stupid fucking igloo, okay? <laughs> awesome. That's your Jameson Juice dates. Thanks, JMO. You got it, pal. <laughs> Let's hand out some MVPs. Jameson, who do you have for MVP? Oh, man. I mean, we talked about her earlier, and she was just so fun. I got to give it to Big T. You know, she... Look at little Big T making big plans. And she did tonight. Um, you know, she had her plan of getting Tori and Anissa in there, and she made it happen. Uh, won the Daily Challenge with CT. She's riding high. She's got the little, uh, you know, uh, pearl things on her forehead. I don't know what that what that's exactly called. Uh, you know, has a <laughs> VIP, VIP pearls. That doesn't make any sense. Um you know, she's got the VIP and the igloo. She's living the life, man. She was the MVP of the episode. Chris? Uh, you know, it was a toss-up between two people, Big T being one of them, but I'm going to give it to Anissa this week. I think it was well-earned. Um, obviously, you know, wow. I mean, tough on the political game, but I know we are typically fans of Anissa. And look, she sent a message there. Uh, she went through a tough elimination and, you know, beat Tori pretty easily, uh, or, you know, crushed her at least like, I don't know if there's equipment malfunction there, whatever, but Anissa, I mean, it's not even fair to Anissa to say that really. Um, she is someone to like, you know, look out for. I mean, she's got her gold skull. She's the only woman with a gold skull right now. 
you know, I'm not even sure if the move of taking Fessy back was good or not, but I kind of think it was. I'm not entirely sure yet. Like, I don't think anybody's going to go after the two of them. So they might be sitting pretty right now all the way to the final. Fessy looks um, like a real ass, doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> it was an unexpected move, too. Like, when she won, I said to myself, I was like, it would be kind of funny if she just brought went for Fessy, you know, like made him pay for that. And then she did it. I did not see that coming. And like you said, who knows if it's a good political move, but it was a funny move. Yeah. yeah. Danny? I'm going to also give it to Big T. And for the reasons that Jameson laid out, not just because she was so enjoyable to watch, but she had a great political game. And, you know, there's something to be said for hanging on there, you know, like obviously <laughs> PT did most of the work, but she didn't let go. So uh, well-earned all around multifaceted MVP. Yeah. Jameson, who's your loser? I never thought I'd say this. I'm pretty somber right now. Um, I, I want to just like maybe say it quietly so the, so the universe doesn't hear it. But I got to give it to Tori, man. She just really blew it. She really just blew it. Uh, obviously, like, push the cart forward and then pull it back again. You don't have – you need the momentum. What are you doing? I was just, like, watching her just, like, struggle bus the whole time. And, um, you know, she just – she really could have gone all the way, Chris. You know, I think we made a good pick originally because she's super athletic – and if she, you know, even with her, like, political game being a little, you know, all over the place, I still think if she got a gold skull, it'd be pretty tough to knock her down. Um, so she just has to feel like a big old loser. And I wish I could call her and be like, Tori, it's okay, you know. Like, you're going to be all right, you know, just, like, stand strong. And, you know, the Jordan breakup, when I was looking at James and Zushi Deeds, I saw a Jordan video of him, like, talking about Tori. It seems real sad. And. Now she's a loser too, just like Jordan. I'm also giving it to Tori. You did a good job saying it all, Jameson. I'm not even going to get into it too much. And you know, we talked about it earlier. Like she kind of, she kind of blew it this season a little bit. Um, yeah, just push and pull. I don't know. Try something. <laughs> it looked, push it looked, try something. It looked pretty bad. That the the edit they gave her in that elimination made her look pretty bad. Um, and yeah, I don't think she had a lot of friends after putting Fessy in uh, last week. You know, a lot of people, you know, were clearly cheering for Anissa there. So, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. But, yeah, Tori, loser. Sorry. Danny? Yeah, Tori. It's, it's got to be Tori, right? It was a bad episode start to finish. She goes in this season carrying herself like a champion. She's never won. Maybe this will give her the humble pie she needs to come back stronger than ever and make Jameson proud. Yeah. Hopefully she learns from hey, the she got a She got a man out of this. Big old Fess. Yeah. Yeah, so she's a double loser. <laughs> right. Who apparently at that point had a connection. Oh, yeah, we have a connection. We just can, like, see what he's just, like, hear what each other's thinking. I don't I just, know. Just, like, look at her, and I'm like, I know exactly what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Until next week, that's all from the Tribunal. Don't be a layup. Don't be a quitter. You guys killed it. Superhero Danny over here. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> even I, did the action. <laughs> I had no plan for that one, could you tell? <laughs>